Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life, helping you to walk in your purpose. Tonight's show is all about how to get your message heard online, okay? Whether you're on your phone or computer, there's a constant stream of content coming at you. You know, everyone now is a Facebook or Instagram star. You know, friends of mine are on there every day, like Walter Conkright. You know, everybody is now an expert at everything, okay? How do you as a small business owner or author or someone that wants to get their message out get your message out there but not but cut through all the noise to reach your potential customers how do you do it the next question is you know there's social media experts who say just leave it up to us we'll take care of it for you but is this the right thing to do how can you tell if your message is even being heard And if it is being heard, what is happening after they hear it? Another thing going on today is that everyone is now trying to be a trusted news and information source. Every website now, hey, look here for the news. Come to me for the news. How can you choose from all the different news sites out there today to know you're getting the right information? Today, I promise you're going to get the answers to these very important questions. My guest today is Kevin Pride. He's a digital strategist with Influencer 365, a web development and social media company. We're going to discuss these questions and more topics on today's show. So I want you to stick with me because it's going to be very important if you're really trying to get your message out there, how to do it properly. So I'm going to take a short break. Then when I come back, let's cap build a minute. To me about traits that set influential people apart. Then we're going to come back and start this conversation on how to get your message heard through all the noise. All this today on the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. I'm going to leave you with a little of the Queen. I'm going to play the whole song, so just sit back and get with it. I'll be back in a moment.
Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi, sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. It's very important that, you know, a lot of times we're out here, you know, we're going to talk about getting our message out there. But what's really important, the reason why we want to get our message out there, because we want to be influencers. We want to influence people to purchase from us. We want to influence people to do business with us. But influence can't be achieved through intimidation. It comes from within. It comes from your ability to inspire and motivate the people around you. So becoming an influential leader has nothing to do with titles. It has everything to do with gaining the confidence and admiration and the trust of those around you. It's about how you engage with others and how your vision rallies people to you. You know, sometimes it's hard to nail down exactly what it is when you have you can sway others' opinions, but there are certain traits that are unique to natural leaders, and you'll recognize some of these. One trait I think is so important is they act deliberately. You know, influence doesn't happen by magic. It comes through deliberate and intentional behavior. Influential people move through life with purpose, conscious of their actions and how others may perceive them, not only when they're out, all the time. They focus on ways to create impact they wish to have and achieve the outcomes they're aiming for. They give constructive feedback and show appreciation for hard work. They're not sneaky. They make their intentions known with clear objectives and goals. They also speak thoughtfully and they listen. You know, some of your most influential people well, listen, you know, I was very fortunate in 2013 to sit in the White House with President Obama during the shutdown, and he intently listened to what nine people had to say about how it was affecting them. Okay. 
he wasn't engaging in gossip or unfounded attacks on other people. And one of their sayings was rise above. Become influential, you must create clear and concise messages and make sure that you're very effective in communicating. Something else you do is they take action. Yeah, I talked about it earlier, deliberate action. Yeah, you know, you, you may be afraid sometime of taking risks or making decisions, but if you're going to get out here and influence people, you got to take action. People got to see you doing it. Something else, they're always learning. I am always learning. I'm always audiobooks, reading. You have to understand the importance of cultivating a mind that's open to new ideas, new perspectives. So you got to learn. You know, one big one here, you know, this is a big one for me, integrity. Influence is earned through integrity and honesty. Influential people recognize that others will hold them up as an example to emulate. They are authentic and credible in their actions. Okay. That integrity one's a big one for me. You, you, I may let you talk about my mama before I let you talk about my integrity. But the other thing that I think is so important about influential people is that they connect. All right. They have genuine relationships. When they meet people, they really connect with people. They're focused on what really matters. They have high expectations for themselves and the people around them. And they truly understand themselves. Yeah, we don't know everything about ourselves, but you try really hard to do it. And I tell you this last one I'm going to leave you with. They focus on their strengths, but understand their weaknesses. Yes, influencers have weaknesses, but they focus on their strengths, and they understand their weaknesses. So that's the Cat Builder Minute for tonight. Let me give you a little more James. I'm going to go out. When I come back, I'm going to start this conversation first with Kevin Pride. Talk about this whole social media madness thing. How do you cut through all the noise? How do you cut through all the Facebook Live posts? Everybody's a superstar now. People got all the answers in the whole world. But uh, I got that feeling. You're going to enjoy what Kevin has to say. Mark Park, I am Cat Builder Talk. I'll be back in a moment. All right. family they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college so I'm trying to break that barrier my daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school every day after work went straight to school studied hard and, and it paid off at age 26 Kareem finished his high school diploma I could not have done it alone I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me I wouldn't gave a bother to do it I got one milestone down the drain and now I got to work on the next I see the future is really bright for me I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. 
That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm coming back. You know, as I talked earlier, I wanted to set the stage for this conversation. Social media is running everything right now. You know, there's so many people that are on Facebook and Instagram. People are selfieing. People are trying to get their message out. But we're going to talk about, on this show today, how do you get this message heard? So I'm going to introduce my, my first guest is Kevin Pride. I'm going to tell a little short story about him. I'm going to let him tell you more about him, but Kevin was one of those people that was sitting back in the class. Like, Kevin, how long ago was this? I, I don't even know how long ago it was. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to remember. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I actually have the paperwork in front of me, and it doesn't have the date on it. <laughs> that this, the date. this had to be almost like seven years ago now. Right. Seriously. Kevin's, yes. Kevin sat through one of my classes. But let me introduce you to Kevin Pride. Kevin, I want you to introduce yourself, tell them a little bit about you. Then we'll get in this conversation about who you are and what you do to help people get their message heard. Thank you so much. I'm Kevin. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm Kevin Pride. I'm with Influencer 365. Our main focus is helping small businesses grow their operations through uh, using the appropriate digital strategies and creating a digital footprint and digital presence for these businesses in the in the modern age. <clears throat> what we're finding now is that more so than anything, you know, back in, I would say, probably back in the 90s, there used to be a time where people could just throw up a website and, boom, you were getting traffic, you were getting hits, you were getting, you know, business coming through that website. Well, here we are about 20 years later, and now we – Every every field is crowded. I mean, you go through anything, uh, graphic design, you go to uh, T-shirt printing or just basic business printing or just basic selling any product. The, the field is, is become super crowded and super overloaded with people. So now what we have to do is not just look at a website. We need to start looking at a complete digital package or a complete digital presence, and that is making sure that we have a, a great website, a website that is engaging to your target audience, that is also making sure that we optimize your social media. So all of our social media outlets and channels that we take advantage of is basically uh, creating a, a honed-in message that you can speak to your target market that, uh, that helps us create content to that market that's going to help them respond and also give them valuable content that, you know, uh, uh, ability for learning new things, uh, the ability to learn more about your product and how your services can help them. Also, it's about creating content in other places that's going to help drive that traffic back to the website. We've partnered with the Atlanta Business Journal, and we've helped them go from a uh, print publication, and now we've taken them onto a digital platform, and now we're starting to build that social media strategy, and we're starting to reach out and touch more and more people. And we're really focused on these entrepreneurs, these millennials, uh, we're trying to develop content for them, help uh, guide them and, and develop content that's going to help them learn and achieve more, uh, give them awareness to different opportunities, different career paths, just everything that we can possibly do to create and expand our network 
So, one, it helps this entrepreneur generation that's coming up that we can help start to teach them, and, two, create these opportunities for businesses to be able to speak to these uh, millennial entrepreneurs. All right. So, now, that's where we're at today, but we're going to take a step back in the way, way back machine and go back seven years ago to talk about, you know, you didn't just wake up to this. I want to really understand, understand, you know, how you evolved, you know, because the whole thing about being an entrepreneur is modification, okay, is making sure that you stay current. And uh, so let's, let's go back seven years, you're in the workshop series or where you were, but I want to hear your short story about your background and experience to get you to where you're at today. Well, basically, uh, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was, I mean, you can ask anybody. I was born a salesperson. But I was working uh, at, at a huge podiatry practice here in Atlanta. I was uh, doing some of the marketing for their path lab. And, uh, unfortunately, I had just had a, a child. This was right at 2012. So I had my daughter, and then I lost that job. And my daughter was probably about a month old. And I knew that I really did not want to go back into the corporate world. I really wanted to do my own thing. I wasn't very, very uh, sure about exactly which way I should go. So the first thing I did, I started looking at different opportunities. I always knew that I wanted to uh, help businesses. I always knew that I was good at marketing, but I just had to figure out what capacity. I had an ability uh, to do graphic design. I had an ability to do web design. But I didn't really understand business. I didn't really understand, you know, all the parameters that I really needed to make myself successful. So one of the biggest things I think one of the uh, best things I probably did was going to the Urban League and meeting uh, you there because you really started to teach me, you know, you need to be thinking about your taxes. You need to have some type of long-term strategy. You need to be putting together a plan. You need to always know what the next 90 days looks like. You know, having, having that type of mindset, or starting with that type of mindset really set me up to help me to become successful. Now, I did not become successful right then. <laughs> you have to get out there. You have to get your feet wet. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. I, I, I started out, I did websites, and a lot of times I underpriced myself way, way too low. It was I would think I was doing websites for like 300 bucks, while everybody else was getting 1500 to about $2,000 getting them. Um, but over time, I, I, I kept going. I, I kept growing that business as much as possible. So little by little, I was able to start to gain an income for myself. I think the, the first target that I hit was about making $50 a day. And once I got to a point where I was making about 50 bucks a day, then I knew I could make 100 bucks a day. So mm-hmm. I, I got to a point where I was doing pretty good, um, got up into about the six-figure range. And that, that's when I opened my studio. It was probably one of the worst things I ever did in my life. Um, I opened a multimedia studio. Uh, it was kind of before its time. I opened product studios. We, uh, our goal was to focus on helping businesses through. We had a recording booth. We had the uh, video. We had print. Uh, we also did graphic design. We also did web design. So we wanted to be a one-stop shop for businesses where they could come in and get a complete marketing package. Uh, for their business, and we also went after entertainment. <clears throat> now, not ever doing something like this before, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Uh, basically, I didn't go after it in the in the in the right sense. I did a lot of the wrong stuff. Like, uh, for instance, went out and rented a building. Great idea to rent the building, 
But then I spent <laughs> at least twenty five, thirty thousand dollars in a build out when I should have leased all of that equipment and right. leased a lot of that <laughs> leased a lot of that build out, kept that money for marketing instead of putting it all into somebody else's building that ended up benefiting greatly from it two years later when I closed my business. Right, right, um, right. Also, I spent a lot of money on cameras and a lot of equipment that really just didn't hold its value. Uh, the I'd say probably the only good investment that I made were my Apple computers because they, they held their value over time. So when things went bad, you know, uh, you still got to pay bills at home. So, you know, I had to start selling off equipment and everything to, to kind of keep myself afloat. And I ended up selling like cameras that I bought for five and six grand a piece. I ended up having to sell those cameras for like a thousand bucks. And right. if I had to have a little bit better knowledge <laughs> or your phone number, <laughs> yeah, you know I what? But, the, but the, the fact is, is that I couldn't have told you anything because you had to take that journey. Okay? That's true. You had to take that journey. That, and I'm glad you, you said it because. You know, if I start talking about my mistakes, we're going to have at least some tissue out here today. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but that's part of being an entrepreneur is getting out there, not making little mistakes. We make big mistakes. Oh, okay. Okay. Big ones. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, and they're so painful that we won't, we, we will not make those same mistakes again. You just make a small mistake. You may make that same small mistake over and over and over, but you make a big one. You're not going down that road again, okay? I mean, so, honestly, so that, it, it got bad. It got, I mean, I almost lost every single thing. Like, we almost lost our home. Uh, I had to give up cars. I had to sell a lot of a lot of my possessions. I, I sold almost everything in the studio just to keep us afloat. And then that's just one side of it, and that's just the money side of it, which is not even the biggest deal. You know, on the inside, I was broken. I was broken right. down to nothing. All know, right, I yeah, was depressed. I, okay, you know, all right. Okay, look, 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 bro, 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 bro. Stop, please stop. <laughs> please stop. Don't go there, But there's man. a bright side. Yeah, I know, 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 He's gonna have a guy call me, and I, I said Kevin Pride, I can't, be, <laughs> can't be the same one. And sure enough, it is. And you didn't give up, and that's what's so great about your story. And most of the entrepreneurs you talk with, they're gonna have similar stories. Oh yeah, you know, it, it's all about their perseverance. It's all about you know hanging in there. If you haven't had any major setbacks. I, you haven't earned your wings yet, you know, as far as I'm concerned. That's true. <laughs> you don't get some but it, it's like a little fraternity. <laughs> you know, so. But, no, the, the, the most beautiful thing, and, and like I, when I sit down with entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs, and I tell them all the time, look, we're going to make mistakes. We're going we're gonna to have our small failures, but the key is to learn from these mistakes. Sometimes they're going to hurt. Sometimes it's going to feel like the world's over with, but it's not. And as long as you can pitch, pick yourself back up and really start to, you know, stay confident, believe in yourself, understand what you're doing, just adjust some of the mistakes that you made, and just keep moving forward. Keep that forward momentum no matter what. I, I promise you, no matter how bad it gets, you will, one day you will find that opportunity or you will find okay, this is the one, I'm certain about this one, this is the way I should go, and then it explodes for you. So let's talk about Influence 365. 
Now, you said you create packages for people, but one size doesn't fit all. You know, people just can't no. come in and go. So what happens, you know, when a company comes to you and they're, they're like, uh, I, I, you know, how do I cut through the noise? Or I want to market my business. I want to. So what, what process do you take them through to get them down to, to try to help them? Well, the, the, the first thing what we need to do is we need to find what do we have that we can build on. Most clients need to come to me at a point of they need a website or they come, hey, we have a website and we're trying to grow. So the first thing is to find out what have you done. Most people in this day and age have already kind of started to get into the social media. They might not be that serious about it, but most clients are going to have a website and they're going to have some social media stuff set up. Now, the biggest thing is understanding your customer. So once you actually understand that target market, because we don't necessarily have to win on every single platform, the key is to find your customers. And once we find those customers, that's the platform that we need to focus on. Some people, Instagram is going to be great for. Some businesses, Instagram is not going to help one bit. Some people, uh, Facebook is a, is a better strategy. But the key is to find out, okay, this is my target market. How do I speak to them? So if I want to get millennials, for instance, this is who everybody wants. What we really want to focus on is a certain type of millennial, and then we want to look at where they are. LinkedIn is a great place to uh, look for millennials. Also, Instagram is a great place. Now, how do we start to speak with these people? Number one, you're going to have to build some type of rapport. You have to build an audience. So building this audience, what you have to do is get started by starting to create content, being consistent with this content, letting them know this is a trustworthy source, that you guys can depend on me. I'm going to be posting this every single day. <clears throat> and this is how you start to build this audience. And then providing something of value. You have to be giving people something of value. A lot of people just want to post an ad on their page and think somebody's going to want to look at that. People are so sick and tired of being advertised to. I see right. people that are, are just going live on their phone, actually speaking from the heart, giving people something of value from that, giving them something from their experience. And that, that type of content is going viral all the time. But if I just put up a blanket ad, hey, buy with me or buy my product, then nobody wants to look at it. Even, for instance, with myself, you know, when I post something, if I post a, a blatant ad on my social media, I will get no likes whatsoever. But I could post a selfie with me wearing a T-shirt that has my logo to my business on there, I'll get 30, 40 likes. Mm-hmm. So it's just about shifting these strategies and, and creating – opportunities, I don't want to say to be sneaky in advertising, but creating opportunities that, that well, gives you a little bit more organic advertisement. It's being authentic. <laughs> you know, it's not being sneaky. Yeah. So tell me this. We're out here advertising. Let's talk about the term call to action. You know, a lot of people put a lot of stuff out there, but is there a purpose to it? So do you help people develop a purpose for putting out their content? The The main thing is this. Like, for instance, we have a cleaning company, and what we're doing with this cleaning company is we're talking about different cleaning different cleaning solutions, but the whole time we're creating this, this stream of videos, number one, we're cornering them as the leaders in this industry, as the experts of how to clean with organic products in your home without having all these dangerous chemicals in the same breath, mm-hmm. then that's what we're putting in these calls to actions. Hey, if you don't have time for this, call us. Or if you need some of us, if you need some of our services in your home, or if you know someone that does, you know, give us a call. We're more than happy to to come out and speak with you. But the key is to create content that's going to be valued. But you have to ask for the business somewhere in there. 
Right. A lot of people don't. They don't realize they put out a lot of content, but they never quite ask for the business. And you never you do that to, call to action. And, and you have to do the same thing through a social media outlet as you would do in a face-to-face meeting. Me, personally, I am great one-on-one with people. And that's where I really, really shine when I'm sitting down. But it's the same, it's the same exact strategy when you're online. You have to break this down to this is me and you. I'm speaking to a specific person. This is the value that I'm bringing to you, and this is what I need you to do for that value. Maybe I need you to like this. Maybe I need you to share this. Maybe I need you to go to my website. But you have to – a lot of people don't understand. They think asking for the business is the problem. The problem is not asking for it. The problem is you're, you're confusing people or you're not getting your customer to understand what action you want them to take. Right. So, so tell me this. People come and say, oh, I can handle your social media. How do you, can you tell how effective your strategy is? What are the metrics? You know, how, if they work with you and you say, I'm, you're going to do my social media, how can I tell if you're doing a good job? Uh, you're going to be able to tell that in, in several different ways. One, you're going to see a lot more engagement. And engagement doesn't always mean likes. Sometimes it means comments. Sometimes it means traffic to the website. And then sometimes it does mean likes. But uh, we have a lot of different tools nowadays that we can actually look and we can actually see data of how we're growing this business. We have implemented with um, Influencer 365, we have our own I365 report to where we can start you at a certain point and then over a period of time we can actually track engagement, we can track how many people that you're picking up as followers. Uh, We're always looking at, you know, is this content engaging to people? Are people actually interacting with it? Are we inspiring people to comment? Are people actually sharing this content? These are the type of metrics that we are looking for to see if what we're doing is being effective. And then at the end of the day, it's got to be able to drive traffic back to wherever your product or wherever your service is being sold. So when I come to you as a business, then you're going to give me the whole package, but it's not cookie cutter. You're going to design something that's specific for what my needs are. Exactly. It, it, it's, it's, it's nowadays businesses are, are becoming so niched and so unique. It's a one size fit all strategy. It just will not work. So there are, I mean, you've got blanket things that everybody needs to do. Every business needs to be on Facebook. Everybody needs to be on uh, Google business. These are, these are blanket things that have to be done. If you're not there, then you're really missing a huge opportunity. But I can't tell you that, Hey Mark, we're going to post, a bunch of these uh, these uh, quotes on your page every single day and then go do the same thing for a cleaning company. We're just going to post these quotes, uh, success quotes, and get everybody to like it, and that's going to help grow your business. That's not going to do a thing for you. Yeah, you might get some likes. You might get a few shares, but are you going to get some sales? Are you going to get some money in your pocket? So what we have to do is create content that's going to speak to your consumer and get them to take action and use your service and product. Well, I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to take a short break. And what I want to do is let's we're going to bring in Pierce and do a real-life example about what you and him have been working on with the Atlanta Business Journal. Is that, that cool? That sounds wonderful. All right. Great. We can take a short break. You listen to Mark Parham, Cat Billy Talk Radio Show. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment.
It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio, take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay, read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Been listening to a conversation that Kevin Pride and I've been having about social media and strategy and things like that. But I'm going to bring another guest into the show now. This is Pierce Huff. He's the managing editor for the Atlanta Business Journal. And he's going to discuss what what he and Kevin have been working on to, you know, upgrade the Atlanta Business Journal, one of the oldest business publications that I know in Atlanta, but I think throughout the nation. Pierce, you may correct me on this, but uh Pierce, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks. <laughs> so, Pierce, why don't you introduce yourself, uh, talk about what you do, and then we'll get into the discussion, continue the discussion that Kevin and I have been having. Sure. Uh, I'm a digital editor. I've worked, at, um, New, worked in New Orleans, Baton Rouge, uh, Utah, South Carolina, and then back home in Atlanta. It's, uh, I've been here since. 2016, coming off of a stint, working with uh, Cox Enterprises with their college sports sites where I was an assistant editor. Um, Cox had the diehard college sites, and uh, those sites, I mean, they were doing good, but a new president came into Cox, and uh, she decided that she wanted to get rid of the sites, and boom, here I am. I think this is a, a good opportunity with the Atlanta Business Journal that do to come in at, on the ground floor and really take this thing to the next level. I mean, this magazine, uh, it, it, it needs to be online. I'm glad we got it online, and uh, the good thing is it's getting better every day. So t- let's talk about what does a digital editor do? What, what does a digital editor do? You know, uh, I mean, it sounds really important, but let's break it no, down. I mean, it's a, yeah, no, it's it's a lot of – it's a lot of different things. I mean, for example, I mean, you're um, looking at analytics a lot of times to determine whether a story is doing well or not. And if a story isn't doing well, then obviously you want to try to reposition it on your site or even take it off of your site and not go back to that idea in the future. I mean, you're working with editors, you're working with, uh, I mean, you're working with writers to go over content that people will want to, click on to in the future because, I mean, that's the name of the game, really just having a site where uh, you want to be one of those sites where people come to it in the morning. I mean, in the, I know in my case, there's certain sites I go to in the morning regardless of where I am. I just want to 
peek at that site and see what's going on, and hopefully we can get the Atlanta Business Journal to that point. So you're going with right, you're talking with writers, going over ideas. You're looking at the internet, seeing what kind of stories you can aggregate to your own site, and um, that's it. I mean, it's a con. It's it's something where if you wanted to, and it's not a stretch. I mean, you could really worry about these sites. 24-7 because right, now we're right, right, in a 24-7 news cycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. You know, I'm really excited because, you know, you're going to start featuring my content. So I'm hope, I hope I'm one of those that stays on the front page there, you know. Because, <laughs> but, I, but I also want to know what I can do to be better, okay? You know, maybe I can write about different topics. So that's why I was curious about what you do. So you and Kevin have been no, working I mean, on porn. Go ahead. No, um, sure. I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at the analytics of every piece. For example, like if you do a piece and no one reads it, then that might be an idea you want to can. But if you do an idea and it really catches on with people, then you store that one in your back pocket and you uh, go back to that later. Gotcha. So you and Kevin have been working together, you know, building a site. So for you, what has been, like, when you met Kevin – uh, what is the discussion you had? We were talking earlier about what uh, Influence 365 does, but what was your connection, and how did you work with this to get this site built? I, I mean, the site was already built. Right now, at least, uh, Kevin and I are really in the stages of trying to refine what we do and um, trying to make it better every day, and I think that's been the case. Like, when you look at the site, just uh, making tweaks here or there to streamline the, um, streamline the site to a particular audience that you're trying to get. For example, you know, it's the Atlanta Business Journal. You, you probably that that means you, it might not have. It shouldn't be your go-to place for sports because I mean, sports isn't even in the title. But yeah, I mean, Kevin and I have been um, working on the site, trying to make it better every day so it can hit a particular audience. So, and, so um, the goal. I, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. Can I jump in? Uh, another thing, like you said, our, 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 real, our focus is business. And even though we cover a broad category in that, we try to cover everything from a, from a business perspective. When we're talking about travel, we're talking about it from a business perspective. Or whether it's culture or entertainment, religion, money, technology, business, we are, that's our main focus. And, and that's what Pierce and I have been working on. Pierce is excellent. He's a great digital editor. Like He, he really embodies this thing. And uh, what we have really worked on is just kind of streamlining this content. I sit down with my nephew is a uh, is a is a millennial. He's an entrepreneur, and you know, sitting down trying to just hack into their minds and see what is it that you guys are concerned about, what is it that you guys are looking for, and and that's what uh, Pierce and I are really working on is trying to hone this content in so that we are providing so much value to people that you can't help but come to the business journal and and it and it is a a great publication. And it has a, a great name behind it. It really, I mean, they did a great story on me in the written publication this past month. And then, Pierce, I sent you some articles. I clicked on the next day, and I saw I was up in lights. Yeah, I was on the front page. <laughs> I, like, I like this. You know, <laughs> you know, so, but how do you determine what people want to hear? I mean, just by trial and error, you get some data. How do you figure that out? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of both. I mean, for example, um, in, in some places I know at, uh, at Cox where I work, I mean, you're kind of, 
you work at you have analytics at your disposal like Google Analytics and you can see a real time version of your story, like who's reading your story, where they're reading it, and then how they're reading it. For example, like your story, you can have a story up online on the Atlanta Business Journal website right now, but someone could be reading that through a link from maybe yahoo.com or even the apc.com or redirect. So you're looking at, you're when you're looking at analytics, you're going over, one, how are people seeing this? Are they How are they getting it? Are they getting it through social media or are they getting it through uh, other sites that are aggregating your content? And then you're also looking at, how long are they in your um how long are they in your particular content? For example, I mean this gets into a term I know you heard it, engagement time, because um engage engagement time on these stories is so minute. I mean, I used to have a um a, a writer under me at Cox where this guy was he wrote long winded and um I saw something where Steve Harvey, he was on a Jerry Seinfeld show called um Comedians and cars getting coffee, and mm-hmm. Harvey told a story of how he was at this one uh, he was at this one comedy club, and he bombed, and he left his best joke in his pocket, and he didn't get a chance to use it. And the guy comes up to him afterwards, and he tells Harvey, "Hey, look, man, next time use the banana joke first, because that was his best joke." <laughs> and, and what I told a writer is, you know, with this engagement time. You got to come with the banana joke early because if you're waiting and your banana joke's like at three, four minutes, no one's going to be in this story three, four minutes. So you got to hit them with your best stuff early. So you're constantly looking at engagement time, how they're looking at the story in, in those areas. Yeah, then, it's uh, uh, Go ahead, Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry. But just to add on to that, you know, another part of this – just from the beginning, you know, we, we actually surveyed and we found out what people were really looking for. And we also just kind of looked at the marketplace of news and found out, you know, where, where the gap was. Because, you know, in business, it's always about the problem and finding the solution. So what we found was there's a lot of stuff going on in Atlanta that's not being reported on. There's a lot of stories out here that's not being reported on. And people are interested in what's going on here. Atlanta is booming right now. Mm-hmm. So we really we did our research to really find out the content that people were looking for, and of course, you know we've got 25 years of experience through the through the magazine uh, as far as uh, providing this content to people too. So okay, I'm a content provider. I do my show. I write articles. Many people out here. I've been talking about you know what you guys are doing, and they're like, well, how do I do that? How do I become a content provider? How do people engage? You know, I've been writing articles for a while, and I got them out, you know, all over the place. But how is somebody that has information to share, how do they, you know, get together, create a strategy to try to get it to an organization like yours to get it heard or seen? Sure. sure. I mean, <laughs> no, nah, that's easy. I'm, I'm glad. Hey, this is the, the good part of the show. Uh, if, <clears throat> if you have any information that you want to get on the Atlanta Business Journal website, there are two ways to do it, and, uh, you know, if you're listening to the show, write this down. You can email it to abjdigitaleditor at gmail.com. That's abjdigitaleditor at gmail.com. And then you can also email it to my personal Gmail, uh, business Gmail address, and that's 
Piers, P-I-E-R-G-E, W period Huff, H-U-F-F, at gmail.com. So if you want to get information to us, those are the best two ways, abjdigitaleditor at gmail.com and peersw.cuff at gmail.com. And then we'll take it from there. I mean, and uh, we'll contact you, and uh, if we're interested, we'll contact you further and get it on the site that way. Yeah, because it's interesting because I've been writing for a while, so I know how to write 400-word articles, 650-word articles, and we had this night discussion. I notice now, and I'm online reading articles, it says two-minute read, three-minute read, four-minute read before I even yep. start reading the article. <laughs> okay. You know, and so like now, you know, because I'm about a two- to three-minute read person. If it, if it says four <laughs> or five, and it, you know, that's not my article. So I'm trying to write to those things. But sometimes people need to learn how to write, too. I mean, um, you know, I've studied how to write articles and and now that I'm working with you guys, I've even studied how to write op-ed pieces where I can have an opinion about something, you know, because um, I really want to, you know, put my opinion out here. Mostly right now I'm just, you know, relaying information, but I, I really want to get stronger because I think that's what's going to engage my customer. So Yeah, I mean, so it's, you- it's like a, a different way of thinking. Like when, um, I mean, I'm an old newspaper guy, and I uh, got my teeth uh I got my teeth started as an intern at the AJC back in the last century. And anyway, I mean, that old newspaper writing, the old newspaper philosophy was, look, here it is. Here's what you're going to read. It's in the paper. See you later. Thanks for your 50 cents or your dollar or whatever. Now in this digital age, the consumer has the power to determine what they get. And And the way they have that power is obviously what they uh, click on and what they engage on. And, and and that's like a big thing. I mean, these media companies like ours and other companies like the New York Times or even Sports Illustrated and, and others, I mean, they're looking at trying to give the people more of what they want because that's the business model. So it's it's just a, it's a different way of thinking. In the old days, right. you could write, I mean, yeah, like in the 90s, you know, you could write your uh, – a long, long story, I mean, to use an inch count deal. I mean, you can write your, a 100-inch feature, and if nobody read it, it didn't matter. Now, <laughs> you can, you know, if you write something real long and have a bunch of elements in it like video and audio or that kind of stuff, then before you even try it, you have to have a pretty good idea of if it's going to connect with your audience or not. And if it's not going to connect, then simply you really can't afford to do it or you can't afford to do it too much. And that's the difference in writing in this century as opposed to previous centuries. So, let's, Kevin, you got a comment? No. Okay. So let's talk about the big picture for the Atlanta Business Journal. I mean, so you, you launched this site. What's the big picture? What are you really trying to get accomplished with it? The the biggest thing is, number one, is to create a, a greater outlet. Uh, the the business journal, like I say, it has done an uh, excellent job over the years maintaining a, a great reputation. But the biggest thing is there is so much out there and there's so much content. And with a quarterly publication, there's only so much that we can get across. With uh, right. our website, we almost have unlimited ability to, you know, push content. We can help build up new writers, 
help build up people like Mark Parham. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but, yeah, that's right. That's right. But, no, but by, by bringing this more online and, and bringing it more into 2018 uh, with some of the new stuff that we're doing on the website, like, for instance, you talked about uh, – they can actually see at the top of our articles exactly how long it's going to take for you to read these articles. You know, bringing this, this with new technology, we got stocks on here. Uh, we've got all type of uh, different categories of news. It's, it's, it's just so much that we're trying to bring to the table and, 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 and highlight what's going on in Atlanta and highlight all of this talent that's here in Atlanta. Pierce, what about you? I mean, that's Kevin's vision. Was as the editor, what's your vision? Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously the same thing. I mean, Kevin and I, um, we were talking about it ironically, probably about an hour before uh, we came on air. It's an audience out there. I mean, it's a it's this is Atlanta. I mean, this is you know the black mecca, so to speak, and mm-hmm. it's an audience out there. It's an audience of people out there who care about minority businesses who are willing to support them through uh, uh, who are willing to go online to support them or other various measures. And it's our job to, uh, excuse me, to constantly find ways to connect to that audience. And if we do that on a daily basis, and um, I, I would like to think we will, then, I mean, we'll have success. I mean, we, we got to, those, that audience is there. We have to, change what we do or continue what we do or find new ways to connect to them and it's dual. Yeah, yes it is, man. And I'm I'm so excited. I mean, I've tried writing articles there so that I can start feeding them to you because I, I'm really this whole op edit thing, I'm really excited about putting my opinion out there. I, you, know, I, you know, I don't usually put my opinion out, but I will I'm gonna say a few things now. So Mark, I'll tell you man, what you got some uh, Mark, you got some skills, man. I, I read those stories even with my old newspaper hat on it, and I was like, man, Mark, you got some skills. That's some good stuff well, you're giving us. I'm working on it, man, because I found out that, you know, I talked earlier in the show about being an influencer, and, you know, I've worked really hard to become one, and it's all for good. You know, it's, it's not, you know, for people like I'm so happy, Kevin, seven years ago, we're working together now. You know, so no, it's 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 all coming to the past. But I really feel that uh, you know I, somebody has to advocate for people realizing. You know, I, I say this expression: a lot of people I know can start a business; they just don't know they can. Okay. You know, because they, they haven't been provided with the right information and the right motivation to say that they can do it. And that, that's what I feel that you know Creed has been doing forever you know, in the community, and, um, you know, and I really believe in what he's doing, particularly with the youth. He has a youth entrepreneurship program going on and, you know, all these things. So you guys got my total attention. You know, I just got to make sure I can keep my lights on and everything while we're building this, <laughs> you know, building this planet. But um, I'll tell you what I do want to do. You know, we're going to have to wrap up a little bit, but I, I would love to have do like a webinar for people that would love to produce content and really talk about how to do it, you know, how to pick an article title. You know, I have a, you know, certain method. I've read a lot of books about it, so I know how to write now, but I really want other people to learn how to uh, not only write, but you're willing to take audio content too and video content as well. Correct. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, podcasts and videos obviously play a, um, 
a key role in all sites, and that's something that we're going to have as well. All right, so so I'll tell you what, what I'd like to do as we close out the show, uh, uh, Pierce, I'll let you go first. You know, we didn't get into a lot of your background. You kind of skipped over it. You sound like you were the modest guy. You probably, your story probably, your, your waters went real deep, I, I'm certain. Okay, you Nothing. just kind of skipped skipped over a few things, but we gonna get back to that later at another time. But I, I normally like people to kind of talk, just kind of give people some words of wisdom that you can, you know, impart upon people that are trying to get out there and do their thing. And then after he gets through, uh, Kevin, I want you to do the same thing. Okay. Sure. I mean, you know, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I'm a uh, I'm an old newspaper guy. I've been, you know, made too, one too many trips and this chasing this dream. But so one thing I would tell people, and I always tell them this is, I mean, you got to have guides with you, and uh, yeah. guides. Are and God's uh, got he, he's helped me and my family through so many things, and uh, he's the source of my life. And if you keep God first, you'll be good. All right, Kevin. I, I would say my, my biggest thing is this, and one of my favorite quotes is from Jim Rohn. Don't wish that it was easier. Wish that you were better. And, and, and basically, don't give up no matter what happens, no matter how many mistakes you make, no matter how hard you fail. If it's truly your dream and it's truly your goal, you can have it. If you can see it, you can touch it. So just don't give up. Keep pushing forward and look for Influencer 365 and, and stay tuned to the Atlanta Business Journal because we're going to be doing some big things. All right, gentlemen. Appreciate your time. Look forward to uh, working with you. I- I'm really excited, man. I've been telling everybody. I feel like Pied Piper. All right. So, uh, so we're gonna get together later on. But I appreciate you coming out for the show tonight, and we'll talk later. Thanks so much, Mark. All Thanks. right. All right. You guys heard it here. I mean, it was a quick talk, but you have to persevere. You got to stay in the game. You got to stay focused. You got to get it in, get it in. I like, you know, I don't listen to a lot of rap, but as a Cardi B, you got to make those money moves, all right? So you've been listening to Mark Parham, Cat Building Talk Radio Show, where I'm really trying to help you to walk in your purpose. So as I say every week, I look forward to our next encounter. Have a great evening.